0: Alright, what's up y'all? Welcome to True Crime Travel Map. This is a podcast based off of a map I've been putting together. I accrued uh, over, so far, 400 true crime locations or infamous addresses that are connected to killers or true crime events. Uh, you can check this map out at truecrimetravelmap.com. If you guys have uh, a location that isn't on my map, uh, please send me it and go to truecrimetravelmap@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I appreciate all the emails, but let's just get into it. Today we are going to Bangor, Maine, and we are uh, going to dive into the State Street Killing. The State Street Bridge, killing of Charlie Howard. Alright, here's some background. By the way, good luck, Wikipedia. Charlie Howard was from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, a young, fair haired man. Charlie was small boned and suffered from asthma. He was often made fun of as a small child and he was bullied in high school due to his sexual orientation. Not cool. He did not attend his graduation to spare his family from the taunts he'd often received. Extra not cool, dude. With his poor grades, he knew that college was not for him. Charlie left Portsmouth, New Hampshire and eventually landed in Ellsworth, Maine. When the relationship that he was in ended in 1984, Charlie left Ellsworth for Bangor, Maine. Damn. In Bangor, Paul Noden and Scott Hamilton befriended Charlie. Charlie was homeless with no prospects and Scott and Paul welcomed Charlie into their home. After a month, Charlie's opportunities were nil and Scott and Paul convinced him to return home to Portsmouth to live with his mother and stepfather. Charlie was not home a week when he knew he could not stay. He had a brief relationship that ended quickly. When he called his two friends in Bangor, they realized Charlie was hurting and invited him back to live in Bangor. Charlie returned in high spirits and he was determined. He joined the local supportive Unitarian Church on Union Street as well as the Bangor Support Group Interweave. Here he made new friends and he was accepted for who he was. And thanks for their support, Charlie prepared an Easter dinner for Paul and Scott and decorated their home. Eventually, Charlie took an apartment on First Street near his church and adopted a kitten. Charlie lived at a time when most homosexuals were still closeted, but Charlie was out and even flamboyant. He wore jewelry and feminine accessories. He was known for singing a song, I am what I am. In 1984, many people were not tolerant of homosexuals and victims of gay bashing often did not report their incidents. Charlie was often tormented by local high school boys and he was asked to leave a local nightclub when he danced with men. After this, Charlie was more weary of strangers. Leaving his apartment one day, he found his pet kitten dead on the doorstep. It had been strangled. God damn, man, y'all are f-ed up, dude. Let a man live, y'all. All right. On Saturday, July seventh, nineteen eighty-four, Charlie attended a pop luck supper at Interweave. Leaving the party at ten p.m. with his boyfriend Ray Ogden, Charlie decided to walk to the post office to retrieve his mail. As Charlie and Ray walked up State Street and began to cross the Kanduskeg, River Bridge, a car full of high school teenagers began to slow down. In the car were Sean Mabry, Jim Baines, and Daniel Ness with two girls. They had been at a party and left to purchase some alcohol with a fake ID that one of the girls had in her possession. Seeing Charlie, the boys got out of the car and decided to give chase. Two girls remained in the car. Charlie began to run when he recognized the vehicle from an earlier incident shouting epithets the boys gave chase charlie fell because of his asthma and could not catch his breath roy ran further down state street and stopped and observed pouncing on charlie the boys began kicking and punching him baines shouted to throw charlie over the bridge and grabbed him by the legs baines and Ness grabbed charlie and they began lifting him pleading for his life charlie grabbed the rail and begged them not to throw him in the river as he could not swim prying his hands loose they began to pitch him over the rail with Mabry giving the final push. The boys then returned to their car, which the girls were trying to start. Spying Roy, they threatened him not to tell anyone. Roy then ran for help and pulled the first fire alarm he came to on State Street. Soon the sirens could be heard. An immediate search for Charlie began among the concrete walls that retained the Kanduskig. At 1 a.m. Charlie was found. An autopsy would show he had suffered from a severe asthma attack and drowned. Returning to the party, the boys bragged about their encounter. The boys called the bridge, Chukahomo Bridge. The next day, one of the boys turned himself in after he learned Charlie had died. The other two boys decided to leave town on a freight train and then thought better of it. Returning home, they were arrested. The boys were sent to Hancock County Jail and later released to their parents' custody. They were tried as juveniles and sentenced on October 1st, 1984 to the Maine Youth Center, not to exceed their 21st birthdays. According to the Bangor Daily News, Baines was released after serving two years and Mabry was released after 22 months. Charlie Howard was buried in Orchard Grove Cemetery, Kittery, Maine. His grave previously unmarked now has a stone. 25 years later, the Bangor Daily News tried to locate Sean Mabry, Jim Baines and Daniel Ness for their views on the murder. They were unable to locate Mabry and Ness at the time, but did find Baines, who was living and working in Bangor. Following his release from the detention center, he spoke regularly about tolerance to local students and even addressed the Maine state legislator in support of a bill to ban discrimination based on sexual orientation. In addition, he co-authored the book Penitence with Ed Armstrong in 1994. Baines did not receive any of the profits from the book, That same year, Mabry expressed his regrets about his participation. He stated that he thinks about Charlie Howard every day. Today, a short distance from the site of Howard's death, a memorial has been erected. Engraved on the stone are the words, May we, the citizens of Bangor, continue to change the world around us until hatred becomes peacemaking and ignorance becomes understanding. July 7th, Howard's death date, is now Diversity Day in Bangor. On May 11th, 2011, Vandals spray painted graffiti and anti-gay slurs on Charlie Howard's memorial. Family and friends cleaned it up and rededicated it. In 2021, a stone bench was installed in Portsmouth's commercial alley with inscription of Howard's favorite song, I am what I am, from the musical Lakaja Falls. Charlie's murder also had a legacy in pop culture. Charlie Howard's murder inspired a similar scene in Stephen King's 1986 novel, It, in which three homophobic teenagers throw a young gay man, Adrian Mellon, over a bridge into the Kanduskig, where he was set upon and murdered by the novel's antagonist, Pennywise. In the 2019 film adaption, It, Chapter Two, Canadian actor Xavier Dolan portrayed Adrian Mellon in the opening scene. Also, Marky e. Doty wrote a poem about the murder called Charlie Howard's Descent murder is also inspired for a novel by Betty Green titled The Drowning of Stephen Jones. Okay, so if you'd like to visit the location of the Charlie Howard death, uh, it's 1 Hammond Street, Bangor, Maine, 04401. Go to truecrimetravelmap.com. You guys can click on the X It says, uh, I believe it says the killing of Charlie Howard. It might say State Street Bridge, killing of Charlie Howard. Um, there, when you go to the location, Uh, The State Street Bridge is located directly in the center of town in Bangor, Maine. There's a memorial for Charlie Howard on the bridge, featuring a large stone flower pot and inscription that reads, May we, the cities of Bangor, continue to change the world around us until hatred becomes peacemaking and ignorance becomes understanding. Charlie Howard, an openly gay man, died here at the hands of hatred and ignorance on July 7th, 1984. Thanks for listening. hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Feel free to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh YouTube. Like obviously subscribe to everything, follow us. Everything is True Crime Travel Map, truecrimetravelmap.com and yeah, that's it. Godspeed, Dark Travelers. just Peace.